Yes, it's Kimberly here from Casey Consultancy. Now, before we head into this week's podcast episode, I wanted to tell you about a brand new resource that's just gone live over on my website. And I know that you'll definitely want to get your hands on it. So if you're looking for the perfect steps to embrace some huga into your early years provision, then this is exactly what you need. So head to my website, www.hugainthearlyyears.co.uk and download my free PDF, which is three steps to injecting huga into your provision without having to spend any money. And in this guide, I'll walk you through the three strategies that I've used to bring more calmness to you, the children, and in turn, it's improved behavior. So I'm thrilled today that you've joined in our podcast and you're ready for us to talk about something very important. Now, my goal here is to convince you to create an atmosphere in your setting and home that's going to promote some hygge this autumn. So it's my aim to offer you some really easy suggestions that you can implement today, which in turn is going to leave you feeling calmer, happier and more balanced. Now, you might be thinking, Kimberly, I have no time to do this. I've got a long to-do list or I haven't got the money to be buying new things. Well. Let me just tell you what the deal is. Making some quick and simple, no money change today is going to bring you more time back in the future because you're going to have more energy and more motivation. So we're equipping you with the self-care skills that you need to be the very best version of you. Now, let's begin. My Viking, who is the founder of the Happiness Institute in Copenhagen and all from the book, The Little Book of Huga, identified that to feel Huga, there are a number of different aspects that we can consider. And whenever we're talking about Huga, I think it's really important to note that these don't need to be costly because bragging about expensive designer lamps is often frowned upon when we're trying to embrace more of a Huga lifestyle. So let's have a little look at what these aspects are. So the first one is atmosphere. And then we've got harmony, truce, presence, equality, comfort, gratitude, pleasure, and togetherness. And it's the first one of these aspects that I think we should focus our time on today. So let's have a little think about atmosphere and think about how we can easily link that to that huga feeling coziness and warmth. So one of the first things that I like to do when I'm reviewing my provision or what I've got out in my home is just do a really simple exercise where we can sit down or even lay down in the middle of the floor and consider to yourself how do I feel here? Make note of these feelings, jot them down. Perhaps you feel a real slowness Perhaps you um, appreciate that this is a space where you can just dwell and take your time and notice what's around you. Maybe it's a space that's feeling quite rushed or quite busy. Maybe it's overwhelming, there's lots in it. Perhaps the resources or the way it's furnished are not really complementing one another at the moment. So it's becoming quite overbearing on our senses. 
So use this activity as a starting point and just yeah, think about how it makes you feel. So now I want to share with you one of the first things that we can look at when we're trying to create that hygge atmosphere. Now, hygge lighting is all about creating a warm light that feels cosy and comforting and we want to avoid any harshness. You know the harshness that we get from the strip lighting that we often have overhead that causes terrible headaches and migraines. We really want to be moving away from this. So where possible, switch your ceiling lights off. And instead, pull up your blinds, open up the curtains and let as much natural light flood in as you possibly can. This is going to make such a difference to the way you feel and the way the light just fills the room and it doesn't cost you anything. It's such a simple change, but it makes the world a difference. So when it comes to lighting as well, we can also think about how we can decorate our space with some lamps. And as I said, they don't need to be expensive. It might be that you have uh, picked some up from a charity shop, a car boot sale. Maybe you know someone that's having a bit of um, a home refurb and you can take these off their hands and reuse them. Um, but whenever I'm trying to use lamps in my environment, I'm always trying to add in them some nice warm white bulbs. That way they're giving a really nice shade of light. We can also add into our environment some fairy lights. These are a huge winner and you don't have to wait till Christmas to get these out. Go raid your Christmas box in the loft and pull out your twinkly lights and get draping them around your provision, around your display boards, filling jam jars and glass vases and candle lantern holders with these fairy twinkly lights will create such a gorgeous, calming glow. You might also be thinking about how you could add some of these lighting features to make a really cosy nook in your home or your provision, or perhaps a space where you can read or meditate. And if so, have a think about the different scents that you've got. What can you smell when you're in that area? Perhaps add some herbs in pots, or if it's your home, you might try adding some incense sticks or burn some candles. So that you're really just trying to create that perfect autumn, winter time in your inside environment. And while we're talking about creating a nook, why don't you get working on a perfect autumn, winter reading list? I'd love to know what would be on your list and how many you can get through over these colder winter months. I think I'll be adding a few thrillers onto there that'll have me reaching for my cosy blankets. Okay, so that was the first tip. So considering your lighting. And uh, the next suggestion is that you can bring in some nature so that you're adding that connection with nature into your daily routine. Now, obviously in Scandinavia, they have harsh long winters, but they still get out no matter what the weather. It's all about dressing in the appropriate clothing. So it's changing your mindset on that. And even when it's pouring down with rain outside, which it is here today in Harrogate, it's about reaching for your waterproof jacket, putting on a woolly hat, getting your brolly and just going out. 
Because when we do this, it's just so soothing on our senses. I took a walk this morning um, out in the rain and it was so therapeutic just listening to the sound of the raindrops as they hit my umbrella. I just made sure I tuned into it and it was really lovely. So get outside, doesn't matter what the weather's like. And try and bring some of that outside, inside. Because this helps us remember that we don't need to have a life that's so connected with technology. And instead, we can take our time to be more mindful and create more of a relaxed state. And I think when we connect to nature and we bring it inside, it just acts as a little bit of a wonderful reminder of how happy and lovely the outdoor world is. So, yeah, think about how you can bring some in with like some seasonal flowers, perhaps. Maybe adding some twigs into vases. You could even um, add your twinkly fairy lights in with these too. Suspending branches from your ceiling. Having some driftwood as a centrepiece on your snack table. Maybe with some LED candles resting on it. Um, thinking about squash and pumpkins and collecting up different sized squash and pumpkins and using it as an open-ended provocation out in your provision to explore and talk about and find out about mathematical interests. Maybe you'll go out for a trip into your local woodland area or coast and really admire the beauty at this time of the year and begin making some collections of some natural loose part treasures which can then be brought back into your provision and displayed in jars and vases and collectible little wicker baskets so the children can connect with it more. Okay, so that was the second suggestion. Did it cost you anything? No. And everything that you'd have to do to try and bring nature inside is actually good for your soul because you're having to spend time outside as well. So the last suggestion that I've got here for today, suggestion number three, is all about embracing being together more. In fact, Dane says, that when you're in a group of about three or four people, it contributes to the perfect huga feeling. So when you are relaxed and you're in that inviting atmosphere with a few close friends, you are going to feel wonderful. And that's what I want for you. So why don't you have a little think about the different parts of your home or the different parts of your setting where people tend to come together? That might be your dinner table, it could be a snack area, or it could be your large carpet space where you gather for group activities. Have a think about doing that declutter. Try and tone down any harsh, bright colours and create a space in your provision where it's enjoyable to be together. There's enough space for small groups to meet without having to feel squashed. Now, one area of provision that was always a great success with my children and adults was a game area. So I think in today's homes, with the amount of technology that we've got around us, we often forget about the joy that playing a simple board game brings us, the laughter that's just so good for us um, that we get when we're playing these games, the turn-taking, the problem-solving, so many life skills are learnt. So I decided
decided to set up a cosy part of my provision where we could teach children how to play some of the traditional board games and card games. Um, things like Jenga as well. And then when the children became quite confident and they knew how to play these, we then explored making up our own. Um, if you head over to my website, I've got a recent blog post all about this with some examples on there to show you. But this was just amazing learning. And it also brought us together as a group, building relationships and just making us feel really good. And again, it hasn't had to cost any money. You know, if you're lacking in board games in your classroom, why don't you raid yours at home and, and bring some in or go to a charity shop? There's so many ways to ask for donations from parents. Okay, so now for the autumn time, why don't you try and reflect on the way you exercise as well? So traditionally, you might have done some yoga with your children outside on the school field. But as the weather turns a little bit cooler, maybe you'll bring some of your exercise aside and, and create that sense of togetherness through the way you do your workouts with the children. So maybe um, creating a space in your provision where the lighting is very gentle, you've got some herbs dotted around the space, some yoga mats on the floor, maybe some mirrors. And that's a space where you might play some calming music or you might um, project the Cosmic Kids uh, yoga sessions onto the wall so that children can go and use that area when they need to. Um, another area that I set up uh, when I worked over in North Yorkshire was a baking area. And this became part of our continuous everyday provision a space that was just dedicated to good food and learning about where food comes from and seasonal food so that you know on a rainy Tuesday afternoon in autumn we could spend our time baking bread or a delicious fruit crumble with the berries that we'd foraged and it was a really nice way that we could come together again and obviously the smell of baking bread and fruit crumble filled the air with such delight. So, there you go. Three ways that you can embrace more hygge this autumn. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then make sure you join me next week when we'll be exploring another one of the aspects of hygge and thinking about how you can bring more of that into your provision. Now, just to wrap things up before I go, as I said at the start, I love a good PDF download with simple steps that I can follow to help me inject a new idea into my work. So if you're looking to inject some Hygge into your practice and provision and personal life, head to my website www.hygarinthealyyears.co.uk and you can pick up your free download. And what's even better is why not grab your favourite autumn drink? perhaps a chamomile tea or a spice pumpkin latte and get stuck in. Okay guys, well I will speak to you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Bye.